Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you are listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today, we have Vic and Dana on from Recruiter AI, and we are learning about the business case, the use case, cost-benefit analysis, whatever, of why prospects and customers uh, pick Recruiter AI. So let's do some introductions. Um, Vic, will you do us a favor and introduce both yourself, and Dana, will you introduce yourself and then Recruiter AI? Hi, uh, William. First of all, thank you for having us in the podcast. So uh, I'm Victor, or Vic, as a shorthand. Uh, I'm a developer from Argentina. and I met Dana through a common friend. Uh, I've been doing front-end development and full-stack development for four years before coming up with the idea for Recruiter AI. And I like to build things, so that's more or less all about me. Sounds good. Dana? Hi, how are you? Thanks for having us. Uh, I'm Dana, also from Argentina, and I'm in marketing. I've been here for the last 10 years working in in digital marketing. And well, I met Vic. I loved his idea. And here we are. Fantastic. Tell us a little bit about Recruiter AI. Yes, of course. Vic, would you like to to tell William how how everything came (laughs) up? Sure. Yes. The origin story. Yes. <laughs> so I, I was having like a lot of messages from recruiters and I noticed like the messaging, they weren't personalized enough. They, they almost sounded like robotic or it, it was just a copy paste template. Sometimes they even left the blank space for the variables. For instance, I received some message that said, hi, first name and then the message. So I, I noticed and I figured that there, there was a lot of improvement, room for improvement on that specific scenario. And I think it would be cool to use some of the technologies that are coming up right now, like text generation and artificial intelligence to create a better alternative for recruiters to write messages faster. And for us, the, the receivers of the messages or the candidates to, to feel a lot more, uh, I, I don't know if the word is comfortable, but, but to feel like they are caring about us and, and not to feel like just the target of a massive email sent to thousands of persons. So, so this, is, this is a way for recruiters and sourcers to be able to find talent if it is one thing, and then to be able to engage that talent or message that talent is another it's a different skill potentially different tools etc and one of the things that recruiter ai does if i understand this correctly is is you help create kind of a kind of a highly personalized experience in terms of messaging that's right yes that that's our main goal with the recruiter ai yeah and um do we work inside linkedin outside of linkedin etc so the product is started to work with linkedin Right. We do that using a Chrome extension. You, you just have to download the extension and it starts 
working with LinkedIn. Uh, because we think that most recruiters use LinkedIn already and they are familiar with their interface and the way to handle uh, the sourcing steps of all the, the process. And um, so, so that, that's why it was that we cho chose to work with LinkedIn instead of creating a whole new platform for the product. Um, we, we try to focus on the messaging part and we are expanding to more of the prospecting part, but in a sense that it still work with LinkedIn. So we are trying, we first, we help with the message creation and we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but we want to help the recruiter notice if the specific profile is the one he wants to send a message to. Okay. So to yeah, go ahead, yes. finish your thought. Mm -hmm. To do that, we, we are uh, using a text highlighting tool. You just input the, the words or the keywords, and then we highlight the, the keywords you want. For instance, if you want a backend developer and you input backend developer, PHP, and Java, then the, our tool will highlight those words and similar words to let you know if the profile is the the right one to send the message to and to, to avoid sending messages to wrong candidates. Does it do contiguous skills? So if someone's uh, great at React or great at Python, uh, but, but it's not explicit, they don't put that keyword in, um, do we already now or in the future, do we see it kind of, you know, if you're good at Java, you're probably also good at, you know, something else? Yes. For, for instance, if the profile is, you, you are inputting uh, Java as a, as a keyword. The product will also highlight Spring Boot, which is a technology yeah. related to Java. So Java, yes. So it does uh, intelligently highlight other related words to the search. I love that. I love it. Dana, what are some of the newest features of uh, Recruiter AI? What are some of the newest things that, uh, that folks can get excited about? Well, the highlighting one is, yeah. is one of the new ones. And the other one is like a feature we're working on where the AI scans your candidate's profile and it tells you how it uh, is similar to what you are looking for. Like, I don't know, if you are, if the profile is really accurate on your search, it can show like it's a green light or if it's also a yellow light or a red one. So you can personalize the message, you can highlight the, the keywords in order to, to have like a faster reading. And also you have that, that other feature that helps you like have a quick scan to see if the profile matches your search. I like that. That's getting a little bit into the prospecting part. Of, yeah. of finding candidates, right? So if we if we have three, five, seven, ten profiles, where we feel like these are good profiles, then uh, we can then use those keywords to then go out and find more profiles that are like those. Of course, yes, you can do that. That's very nice. So so okay. So let's let's deal with this. The Chrome extension itself, what, I mean, outside of going into the Chrome library, et cetera, going to the website and, and uh, 
downloading the Chrome extension. What else do people need to do? So the installation steps are pretty simple. It's just downloading the extension, as you said, and we just ask for a name, an email, and a password. So it's pretty simple. It's just three input fields you have to fill up, and then you start using the tool. Uh, we are offering a 14-day free trial, so uh, it's like you, you just you don't even have to put your credit card. It's just 14 days. You try it, and if it does uh, improve your response rate, and if you feel that you are connecting more with your candidates, you just uh, put your credit card and start using it. And uh, pricing is roughly what? Okay, right now we are charging $99 a month for it. Right. And it's unlimited. You can use it as much as you want? It is. The messaging, it's unlimited. You can send uh, whichever amount of messages you want, and you can use it either for messages in regular LinkedIn, you can use it on LinkedIn Recruiter, or you can even use it for connection requests. So we have uh, two buttons that are like shortcuts and save you two or three clicks. So if you click send connection request, for instance, you just click that and it opens the send connection note message box and writes the message there. So it, it also saves time because it saves you like three, four clicks to do, to do the things. I love that. Uh, Dana, what uh, now or in the future, what does it look like in terms of message templates? So one of the things we've you've you've built is you've got a um, an application that helps people kind of create highly personalized uh, messages. But then you know you know how it is if it's a white screen or blank box or whatever, people still kind of like okay now what do I say or what's what's best practice like what's going to work you know like to to recruit Vic you know a couple of years ago like what would have actually stood out to get him to do that. And so I'm thinking library or templates or something like that. Uh, but I could be completely off like uh, with that. So what, is it, what does it look like, for, you know, again, now or in the future, what does it look like for y'all? Yes, of course, we are constantly working on improving our messages yeah. and getting the feedback of our users. It's really helpful for us to understand how, how the, the variables and templates work best. We are adding variables like almost every week and we are having now location about us uh education you can those fields they take the candidates information and customize it automatically uh we are trying to to make it easier to to write and to like to edit the templates and getting to to make them as useful as and as engagement uh, as we can. Vic, what do what do do we have any insight into response rates? Like what works or what's working currently? Like what's working, uh, or do you see that as kind of something in the future that you want to kind of understand? Because we can send out the messages. Do we have any visibility into the messages working or getting responses, etc.? Yes, with most people we talked with, we found out that uh, the recruiters who were having uh, higher response rates were the ones writing shorter messages 
Oh, interesting. And apart from that, uh, I think we learned uh, uh, while talking with recruiters is they, they do want flexibility. So that's the reason behind adding more different variables and letting the user pick which variable they want to personalize. So some people want to personalize based on the about us section because it's a bit more personal, personal sometimes. And others just want to personalize with the location. So perhaps uh, making a smart comment about uh, the nickname of the way they want to go uh, about personalizing and others skills or education. So that's another thing we noticed. We let the recruiters choose because we know they uh, think that recruiting or the, the sourcing part, uh, sending message part, it's kind of an art uh, and they want to do it their way. So that's why uh, we are doing it the way they do want to do it. Yeah, there's a lot of freedom. Uh, um, if they've already got kind of something that works yeah. with front-end developers or, or full stack or whatever, they kind of know the bit. They know what they want to put in there. Um, with with a lot of Chrome extensions, it's more like a B2C play. You know, it's just, you know, the, you're just trying to get as many people using the Chrome extension as humanly possible. Um, at one point, you go if, uh, and you're probably already, be, be, uh, already being pulled into the enterprise. Uh, and so, so, like, what does that look like right now currently for Recruiter AI in terms of, are we just trying to get as many people using a Chrome extension as possible? Or are we trying to go into the front door of the enterprise and, you know, lock down kind of large accounts, et cetera? Right now, we are... Yes, no, right yeah, now yeah. we are focusing. We are focusing on uh, small companies mm -hmm. and freelancers, right? Because we feel it, there is a lot of uh, of personal touch with it. So, so that's why we want quick feedback and we want uh, to notice the the changes quickly. But we are open to working with uh, bigger companies too. Is uh, we. I think that right now the best way to do it is like on a personal freelancer or small company level. Do you, Dana, do you see a kind of a future for staffing firms or RPOs using uh, Recruiter AI? Yes, of course. We are a, a new company right now, but we, we want to help as many recruiters we can to save time and money uh, because we know how valuable their days are and how much time they spend personalizing messages for everybody. <laughs> it is, well, it has to be done, right? So I say that, and uh, we know that it doesn't happen that way because people will send out, send out the copy and paste and same message goes out to the same 85,000 people. And so, yes, of course. Uh, uh, so we know that it's not happening, but if it's done do it correctly, it does take a lot of time. Uh, and you found a way, you have created a way to then create it so it can save time and uh, increase quality. Um, do you all currently do demos for, uh, for prospects? Do you find yourself doing demos and showing people the tool or is it pretty self-explanatory? Like what's the, I say the buying experience, but basically what does that experience look like for them to find the Chrome extension and then, you know, download it and then to use it, like 
what are we uh, what are we doing in terms of marketing them to the actual Chrome extension and and, uh, and are you and are you demoing the product and kind of getting people that way? Like, what's that look like for you? And uh, Dana, I'll start with you. Yes, we are we are uh, doing demos for everybody who wants it. Mm. Uh, they are just quick calls where we we show the the recruiter or the sourcer or who is interested how the tool works and how to create a template and how to 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 use every part of of the tool so it helps us to get feedback of the users and also to to know that the user will understand correctly how to use our tool and get the best of it it seems it's self-explanatory i mean on some level once they see it they know they have this problem they know that the candidates need something better. So what's, what's uh, Vic, what's your favorite part of, of the demo when you show uh, prospects, Recruiter AI, the, for the first time, what's your favorite part to show? Well, I, I guess my favorite part is when they send the first message and they look and read the text generated by the tool. So it's like a, an aha moment and yeah. I, I really enjoy when, when they figure out that the message is like human written message uh, and the tone it has and, and everything so it's not that easy to understand for people or recruiters who don't have experience using other chrome extensions but i think most recruiters do so oh, yeah. that's oh, a yeah. good thing Yes, also an important, sorry, an important part is that the demo is for free and we also have a 14-free day trial. Right, right. So again, uh, lowering the barrier, uh, showing people something that probably already get it, probably already using Chrome extensions in some capacity or another, uh, maybe not for messaging, but maybe for sourcing. Uh, so they're, they're familiar, this community sourcing and recruiting, they're pretty familiar with Chrome extensions. Uh, so, so I think your, your target audience, uh, kind of gets it. They might not get what you do until you explain it to them and show them. And, and, but once you do, uh, I think, I think people, uh, will get it pretty quickly. And then it's just a matter of using it, trying it out. I love, I love that y'all have a, a free trial that then, you know, it's like, listen, it either works or it doesn't go, go test it. And yeah. if you find that it works for you, great. Swipe your card, and we'll we'll just go from there. I also like the that it's unlimited, so that you're not it's not metered in any way that they can use it. You just don't have to think about it. You don't have to think about it, and they don't have to think about it. Which I love. I think it's just smart strategy uh, on both sides. I did want to get back to the highlighting tool uh, just to make sure the audience understands the highlighting tool real quick. Vic, would you mind running through that again for us? Okay, so the highlighting tool, it's similar the way you highlight if you press Command F on any browser. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that is that it just uh, searches one keyword. What we figured out is there are some alternatives to that that let you highlight multiple keywords. But uh, there's room for improvement. You can also recommend similar words to that. So sometimes you are searching for some candidate, for instance, a React developer. That's a technology for programming in JavaScript for front end. 
Right. So you sometimes may forget to include JavaScript or front-end on the keyword search. So with this tool, you just type in uh, React uh, and it highlights all the similar words to that search. In that way, you can find some profiles that uh, if not using this tool, they may have gone uh, unseen because some profiles just add JavaScript as a skill or in the about us section. And it's not uh, evident that it's also a React developer. Perfect. So um, plans in terms of, uh, you know, we obviously have a free trial that you can see the technology, then jump into a free trial, test it out. And then it's $99 per month, uh, unlimited usage. Do we, do we have any other packages or plans in case there's a team? Or is that something that you want to develop in the future? Okay. Yes. Right now, we, we are, yes, we, we are getting uh, requests for that. And, yeah. and the best way we are, uh, at least we found out to handle that right now is just you can send an email, uh, send us an email at hello at getrecruiterai.com and we can have a meeting and discuss it. But right. we don't have an official plan on our website yet. Right. And Dana, you were going to say something? Yes, the same, the same thing as Vic. <laughs> Okay, good. Last question is a year from now, as if we have this conversation, or not if, when we have this conversation a year from now, what's, uh, what's different or uh, you know, what's similar or different for Recruiter AI? Wow, that, that's a good question. I think what I would love to is to, to have really happy users to to give value to to recruiters who use the tool and also to to make his daily task their daily task easier and vic what about yourself yes i think what makes me uh, the happier about the product is when people you you found out people that downloads the extension without us telling them. So right. having referrals are like saying, hey, use this tool, it's amazing. That, that would be like the best, like massive usage of the tool. That, that, that would make me happy. Because well, as, a as a developer that uh, making something that, that helps people, it's the, the best thing. Yeah, and you, you all both touched on the same thing in different ways. It's like you've created something of value and you've yeah. lowered all the barriers for people to use it and they'll find value in it and then they'll tell other people. Uh, yes. That's one thing I love about the recruiting and sourcing community is that when they find something that they love, they don't keep it as a secret. They'll get on yes. Facebook, they'll get on Twitter, they'll get on LinkedIn, they'll they at conferences, they'll tell people. It's like, hey, if you're not using Recruiter AI, you're you're wasting time like you know i love that so uh, yes and, and i and i do love that all recruiter sites are su super tech savvy so it's amazing it's amazing you, you always are trying to find out better alternative to the things yeah there and and y'all are y'all are and this isn't you know again this isn't a problem searching for a solution this is actually a problem that people have they don't have enough time in the day uh, to then reach out to the amount of candidates that they want to. And if they do, they do it in a kind of a clunky 1980s, 
you know, one to 100, you know, 185,000. And uh, that's not a great experience for candidates. That's not a great experience for them either. So uh, I, I love what y'all have built. Um, and I appreciate you both coming on the uh, podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you, William. 100%. And thanks everyone listening to the Use Case Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.